sipping, I'm 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 sipping, I'
Because I was a kid when Kwame and them was out. And me and my sister used to sing the song in the backseat of the car together and all of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we was in Adams Mark on City Line Ave, the hotel. Mm-hmm. And he was in the lobby. And um, I came down the elevator with my sister. And she said, that's Kwame. And I'm so young. I'm like, that's not him. He don't got no polka dots on. <laughs> and she was like, look, you see the cars? Those are the polka dots. He had like cars all yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so dumb. I'm thinking polka dots had to be, be polka, polka dots. dots. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm a baby. And she like, oh, go speak to her. And I wouldn't speak, but I think we wound up. She took me over there, and then he spoke to us, smiled, whatever, kept it moving. But then fast forward years later, I'm in Miami with my little cousins, and we walking through the airport, and I'm like, that's freeway. Look at that. And they like, that's that not ain't freeway. freeway. <laughs> I'm like, how that's not freeway? They said he's short and he's on a laptop. <laughs> right. I'm like, he ain't rapping. That man is not illiterate, and right. rappers ain't that big. Right. Y'all want right. me to take y'all right. over there? Like, and he had on basketball shorts. Can't be freeway. Like. Couldn't travel comfortably and be on no the way, laptop. No way, no how. <laughs> like, no way, no how. But you know, like, Kwame was that for me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Everything come full circle, man. Word. Everything come full So you started out as a videographer. Yeah, so I started out as a videographer, man. I came out of college, man. I sent out, like, probably 50 resumes, B. And what was the camera? The camera back then, I was shooting on three-quarter inch, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a uh, Ikigami. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, probably or Panasonic or Ikigami. I had the camera, I had the cable mm-hmm. joint with the, the deck that I had to carry around with me, man. And um, yeah, man. And that was that was my gear, man. And I was in these streets, man, and chasing everything that happened in the streets, man. So I did that up in Lehigh with? Valley. Uh, what was the question? What company were you with? Oh, I was with LVT up in Lehigh Valley. Mm-hmm. I was with um, I was with uh the the uh, had did an internship at the um. At the uh, the PBS up there, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I started. That's where you know they gave me my first gig when I was in college, and then um, you know, and and I didn't really have an understanding of the business at that time, right? Because I was still that kid who didn't have no business in college. <laughs> I just happened to make it through. And now you got a job, right? Right. And so, so now I'm gonna I do exactly what I need to do to get a check. Right, like no, so. No left, right, no up. Nah, I kind of, I kind of, you know, didn't understand the industry, so there was a lot of opportunity that I didn't take advantage of because I didn't understand it. Like mm-hmm. coming out, you know, I had, I got an offer up in New York at a hard copy at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, the main magazine show. Yep. I was gonna be a runner, right? They offered me five fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm coming to New York for five fifty an hour, right? But what I didn't understand is, like, dude, this is the mecca of entertainment. You in the building. right, right? Like so, you in it? Like <laughs> who, it's not about the money; mm-hmm. it's about the people you meet. Yeah. But I didn't understand that. At you the were time. intern, but you getting a check, right? But you there, but you there, right? right. And she like, oh, you are gonna work sixty hours a week, no overtime? I'm like, yo, man, y'all ain't running me to death, man. Yeah. Not understanding. That don't sound like life if you don't got no gold, right? That, that, and if you don't understand, because for me, it was just a job, right? At that time, you know what I mean. And quite honestly, it was probably in my head. I still viewed it as a job up until about 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? I should have got my CDL when they was giving out free training when I was working at Home Depot. But right. I didn't want them calling me over the loudspeaker right. all day to do shit. Right. I right. Now I'm like, damn, I should have got it. Some free CDL. Right. And that's really what it was, man. You know, a lot of times, man, we not taught to, you know, to see past right this moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was and that was relate. really it. And I man. was around the same well, I was in college at that time. So yeah. yeah. I was still young and you know, on my a job is a job. Mm-hmm. Anything temporary. Right. I'm just keep moving. Not realizing that there's other ways to right. move once you right. Certain, yeah. And so that's what it was, man. And so then I worked with them 
for about a year, year and a half. Then I left there, went out to Harrisburg. Mm-hmm. And I almost left the industry until a, a, a friend of mine who was in the industry was like, yo, Mike, man, because even now I wasn't making no real money. And uh, they was like, yo, Mike, man, but you know, this is one of the only industries where you can make one move and double your salary. Absolutely. And I was like, hmm, I never even thought about that, right? Because I didn't understand the industry. Yeah. It was still a job. And you didn't you didn't have anybody to relate it to. No, I like had nobody. Progression through. Right. I had right. nobody to talk to about it. I had nobody to give me guidance on it. You know what I mean? No mentor who was in the industry. Nobody like it was just like I was literally a, a computer science major in college. I had a lame uh uh uh, advisor mm-hmm. who told me there was no jobs in computers. Mm-hmm. You know, this is 1990, 1989. It's like, yeah, ain't no jobs in computers. Not this year, but shit, by the time I'm out of here. <laughs> Man, it was jobs in computers then. then right. right. But you don't right. want to learn a computer. But, but I didn't know, right? And I'm they like, want to learn a computer. I'm, I'm using my guidance <coughs> counselor's advice. So I'm like, all right, well, man, I might as well go do something I enjoy. So I switched to radio, television, production. Mm-hmm. But it's still, for me, it wasn't, you know, I thought I'd shoot music videos. I thought I'd shoot, you know what I mean? I was Some homies I ran with had a rap group. I'm right. like, that's who I'm going to be, right? I'll be the next Spike Lee or the next, uh, you know, who was the cat that was shooting a ton of music videos back then? I can't think of his name, oh. but whatever the case. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I thought was going to be me, man. And then... um you know, so I, I'd had no focus. Ralph McDaniels. Yeah, Ralph McDaniels was another one. But you know what I mean? Grew up on Ralph, you know what I mean? So, but it was like, even still looking at somebody like Ralph McDaniels, mm-hmm. like it did, I didn't understand what he was doing, right? right. To me, he had a job. It wasn't but like nobody he, understood what he was doing. Right. He was, he was way ahead that of was his so time. Early, bro. Right. He was way ahead of his time, Salute right? Uncle Ralph, man. Word, word up on that, man. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, you know, I had no focus, mm-hmm. I had no, no reference point. So everything I did, it was like, yo, I just got a job. You know what I mean? Doing this at a television station was no different than bagging groceries at a grocery store for me. It's a check. Right. It was just next week I make, if something else come along, I'll get a different job. It's like my theory when I take jobs, because I don't mind working at all. I'll work as much overtime as you let me once you give me the job, mm-hmm. because the job is somewhere that they tell me how much I'm going to get paid to be there for a allotted amount of time. And once I agree to that, I'm willing to be there for right. that bread. Right. And but that's what it was. It ain't the end all be all to my life. Correct. And y'all not gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> you gotta be and if the ceiling looks like it's 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 not too far I can go with it, then I'm not gonna do it. That's it. You know what I mean? And so I left there, went out to Allentown, worked there, you know what I mean? And left there, went to Harrisburg, worked out in Harrisburg for about a year and a half. And then I came to Philly, man, came to Philly in ninety eight and I've been here ever since. But see, it's crazy because I have a cousin, an older cousin, um, worked for NBC till he retired. Mm-hmm. Olympics, Super Bowls, you know, with the camera in his Yeah, head. yeah. Didn't finish, I don't think he finished middle school. But he came in at a different time. Way different time. Yeah, he came you in know, at a different time. You know the time. times we talking about. Yeah, yeah, he came he, in at he, a different time. He, he touching probably 90 now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't need a, you but, didn't need a college education. You didn't need all of that. very dark. Yep. Dark, dark. Black man in that field at that time. Yeah. And he wasn't formally educated, but he knew what he was doing with that camera. And it got him places, traveled the world. You know what I mean? Oh, and all the time. Respect, prestige after a certain amount of time because he's the one. That right. Was, yeah. And it's like, if he'd have talked to you around that time, he'd have had you on some shit. Oh, for sure. But at the same time, you are exactly where you're supposed to be now. And I just walked my path, man. Because they took you from us. We wouldn't have had a 215. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Like, 205 Tuesdays wouldn't be here. Nah. I know that was you. That was me. You fought for that, right? I fought for it in the sense that... Because they, they needed something. So, but so they yes. did it your way. But yeah, so what it what it was, the way the two one five came came in fruition into fruition was 
I was doing stuff outside of TV. Yep. Right? I was doing my I was doing my interview series. I was yeah. producing content and all this stuff cuz in my mind I was like, okay, I hit the ceiling here. There's no I've I had been here at the time, you know, 15 years. If they not, got window what you was doing outside. Right. Right. It's like when you hooping. All right, I got you. That's what it was, right? Yeah. So it wasn't I had acts, I went in looking for promotions, throwing my name in a hat. But you now you're showing them what you're Over time, of. for years, Look, right? I have relationships. Look, I know how to run an interview. Look, right. I don't need your equipment. Right. And so then it was kind of like, um, you know, I was trying to, I tried to advance within the building and opportunities wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm like, well, look, man, ain't no future in here for me except for what I'm doing. Mm. And I could do this for the rest of my life. The pay is good. Benefits. You know what I'm saying? But... I feel like I got so much more to contribute to Absolutely. the game than what they're giving me the opportunity to contribute. Absolutely. So I'm just going to start creating my own lanes outside of the building and start doing my own thing. Sounds very similar to Quincy. You know, right. And mm-hmm. so they all of a sudden start to see what I'm doing outside the building. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, hold on a second. Like, this dude is creating all this content. You know what I mean? Like, And I'm like, look, I've been telling y'all about this. Y'all didn't have any desire for it. Y'all could have had part of this. <laughs> a long time ago. And we could have been elevated by now. But then one day, I guess after seeing the work, and they woke up and was like, you know, opportunity came. Somebody left and was like, yo, we're going to create this new position, strategic content manager, and we're going to have, you know, if you're interested, we'd like for you to have the job and come in and create content for our... Ah, they made you a position. Right. You know what I mean? And, so, and so that's what ended that's up fine. happening, man. And then... Even then, I don't think they really understood what, how I, you know, how I visualized it, right? Because right. it was really, I came in and I'm working, and I'm doing a couple things here and there, but I'm like, look, man, like, I got to really exploit this opportunity mm-hmm. just in case it goes away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so then that was what it was. I just started, Never know same kind of things that I was doing here. for myself. I, I just looked at it as another platform, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to a job in, in the sense of, I'm creating this content and putting it up on YouTube and putting it up on Instagram and all these other different social medias, mm-hmm. right? Well, Fox is just another social media for me. I'm going to keep creating the same content that I was doing yeah. and use their platform the same way I use. It's crazy to say Fox is another social media for me. God damn. You know what I'm saying? That's but that's, you, that's, that's, that's how, how I talk. had to visualize no, it, right? It is for you. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> for that's, you. so that's what I'm that's doing. And so like I'm, 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 I'm putting up my content on their platform just like I would have done on YouTube like I'm not going to change Mm -hmm. what I'm creating Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying either you you take what I'm creating and we rock out or you say hey Mike man this is not what we are looking for and we pivot or I pivot or you pivot right but you I got this position because y'all seen what I was doing outside of the building so, so you obviously want me to bring that same energy and that same vibe into this show and if you're not going to add on don't take away Right, and so that's what it was, man. And so the two one five kind of grew out of that. Now I won't take credit for the name because somebody else came in. Mm-hmm. So what how it started was I was doing this content. It was just, and then and I was like, well, listen, how do we want to release this? Like y'all just want to throw this up like like YouTube, or y'all want right. to? And my advice would be package it mm-hmm. and create you know a show around it. Mm-hmm. So that was that gave birth to what was called the Jarek Report. Right, Jarek Report used to come on see the Saturday Sunday morning at. 7.30 in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. It started off once. It was just online. Right. And then they was like, oh, wow, you're creating some really good content. Can we get this on TV? Mm-hmm. It's like, sure. You know what I mean? I got enough pieces I could throw together a half-hour show. 
So then it was like once a month. They first started off as one special. Can you do a Jarek Report special? Mm -hmm. Then it turned into, well, can you do this once a month? Mm -hmm. Then it was like, well, can you do this once a week? Then, you know, they seen I was able to keep churning this content and it became like, all right, well, we thinking about um, rebranding it as a 215. Mm. And so that was where it was born. The 215 came out of that. But that's the natural progression of um, <clears throat> things that get added on the things that are that major and that long-standing. Mm-hmm. It, it has to go through that process right. to a certain extent anyway. It's like a smaller magazine being an insert inside of a larger right. magazine. Right. It happens that way. Right. But each time you prove that it was worth paying more attention to right. and bringing more, more light to And I remember that process. I remember it going from one segment to seeing it more reoccurring to shit seeing it at Glockaware. Right. But like and, but even Glockaware, when I did the Glockaware joint, it was still a Jarek report. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then so that was part well, of the growth partner, of but yeah. yeah, but I was saying that yeah. was part of the growth of of the whole show oh, the whole that brought thing. us to the two one five today. So what did did they make any changes to to how you were originally doing it? No, man, and, like, and, and it's crazy, right? Because in TV world, like in corporate television, this in corporate happen. media, this dude, don't this happen. don't happen, man. They change it just so that they can say that they did something. Or they just, everybody has their own vision of what they think a product should be, right? And I've seen so many people come in with their ideas and their vision, and then the, the, the managers and the corporation decides, well, nah, we want it to look like this, or we need it, we think it should have more but of this, or we should... Then it, it fails. fails. We right. talk about it in everything from fashion to music all the time. That if they had certain people and they listened to these certain people in these buildings, then they would be better because you're trying to adapt someone else's thing. Correct. Someone else's culture. Correct. And you're trying to make it look a way that's that's palatable, but it's not palatable to the culture that you're reaching right. out to. Right. You're blowing away the same people that you're trying to attract because you're making it corny. Yes. And that's you and made it, it weak. And I've seen that happen so many times, man. And it was kind of like. You know, once they and honestly, when I first got the got this slot and we started talking about doing the two one five, I was kind of wishy washy, right? Because I've been in this television culture for so long and seen how they always wanted to put their stamp on something. So I'm like, what exactly do you guys want from this thing? I would think you would be more worried about if this doesn't work, this is an excuse to get me out the door. Well, there's that too. Right? There's, there's that too, right? But at the same time, that, that's what causes the concern. Because you don't have control over that part. Right. Oh. Got no control over that part. And but, you're a great person to do the show you're doing, but who knows what the people... Who, who knows what the, how the people are going to receive it? Who knows how corporate is going to receive it? You know what I mean? Because I still got to answer to these cats. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you, you got to... Right. And you got to walk a line that I want to keep it authentic and keep it, you know what I mean, representing the people, but, but at the same time... I need y'all to be able to put it out. Right. And want and, to put it out. And I need the people to understand, like, this is some things I can't put on it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? There's like some things I can't put on here. Right. Like, this is some <laughs> things, like, that I'm into it, yes, yeah. but it can't be on this platform. No, it don't work that way. Right. So, so that that's way. really... So, you know, so it was kind of figure out, like, where where do y'all want me to go with this, man? Because I know where I would go with it, but that may not be what y'all are looking for. Mm-hmm. And I need this thing to work for you as much as I need it to work for me. 
you know, and I was rapping with, and, and, and I was, you know, I had a break from the Jarek Report to the 215 from, like, about this time. So, like, early December mm-hmm. to the end of February. Okay. To start building content right. and getting stuff ready for when it, when, it went, when it went live. And for probably the month of December and half of the month of January, I was like, yo, I'm not sure what these people want. Like, you want a magazine <laughs> show, you want this, you want that, and we had a meeting I with, can understand the sentiment, though. Yeah, I'm laughing because I can because understand Because it's sentiment. like, this is not, this don't happen. Yeah. This is a position. And you can't even compare it to if they tried it in another city. Because no, because it's nowhere. all brand new. This ain't, I have and no, we again, ain't them. Right. Philly we different. Right, Philly different. Mm-hmm. And I have no, again, I'm at a, I'm in, and I'm in a, I'm in a position in my life where I have nobody to look at. To Again. figure out how to make this thing work, right? This is, like, this is true. so, this is true. what am I supposed to do? And now I'm hearing voices like, "Yo, you should do this, or you should do that." Like from my wife, from people at the job, from <laughs> you know, just everybody has an opinion, mm-hmm. right? And 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 um, we had a meeting with this guy who's like a corporate level dude, um, who who creates content. Like mm-hmm. he created um, the dis dis nation and a couple of uh the. 25 words or less. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's got national shows, right? Yeah, huge. And um, we're sitting in the meeting, and he says, we showed him the open. And he was kind of like, that's eh, all right. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, everybody in the room. Like, I didn't care for it, but when they presented it, everybody in the room liked it. It's one of them. So I was like, all right, if everybody else likes it, then maybe I'm the one seeing it wrong, right? So I'm like, all right, you know, we'll let it rock. We all but make that then, mistake to right. stop. But then when homie, who is the dude who is creating all these shows, kind of... He ho-hummed it. Yeah, ho-hummed it. That shit is average. You know, and nobody at the table... Right, and nobody at the table said anything. So I'm like, but I'm the one on the line here. So so." none of y'all fought for y'all vision. So I said... (laughs) So I throw the question. I'm like, yo, man, what what don't you like about it? Absolutely. And he started breaking it down. He's like, you know, it's a little this, whatever, whatever he could said about it, right? Then he says, well, who's your target audience? And I was like, that's a good question. Who is my target audience? And he says, well, you're going to be replacing, at the time, the time slot, Dish Nation was running. Mm-hmm. He said, that audience is something like, you know, 27 to 45-year-old women. That helps a lot just to know that. Just to know that, right? But (laughs) these were questions that I didn't even know to ask, Mm -hmm. right? And so when he said that, I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, so now that gives me a little direction. Absolutely. Right? And so, and then I says to another person uh, at at the, uh, I says to my GM after the meeting is over, Mm -hmm. I pulled him aside. I'm like, look, man, like, I'm just trying to, I got to get a feel for what y'all looking for with this thing, Mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he says, yo, Mike, man, we didn't give it a description because you was doing you. we want you to do what you think, <laughs> what you want to do. And that's all I needed to hear. Right. So that's now, all I, F it. Now, let's go. Right. Now, this is going to be a walk in the park, mm-hmm, right? Because mm-hmm. now I know all these other voices I'm hearing all here and there, here, I don't got to listen to none of them. Right. All I got to do is focus on what I think is the best content what would you produce for your own platform if you were going to throw it up on your YouTube page or if you were going to throw it up on your IG page mm-hmm. or you was going to throw it, what would that be but even with that knowing my demographic for that time slot 
helps tremendously. Helps tremendously. Right. Like that might have been the only, that have saved you six weeks worth of work. Dude, yet. but you again. You had a couple things done already to throw at them. And again, I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> it, it just, and it really kind of opened my eyes to, to like, okay, Mike, you got to be on your game. You got to know what questions to ask. You got to be more aware, mm. right? You got to stop looking. I mean, guidance is great. Right? right, everybody needs guidance, and everybody needs someone to help them maneuver. Right, but you in uncharted territory. You in uncharted territory. So, and they didn't give you this position or create this position for somebody else to tell you what to do. They mm-hmm. created this position because they want you to do what you do. But, 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 let me shoot you some bail. They usually create them positions for somebody to tell you what to do. Or at least right. nudge you. Right. So that's not your fault. So right. That's what that's the lane. <laughs> and after being in this building and watching how this usually goes. Work, right. I'm playing in the, the way things have been played for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to have somebody but now that being said, right, for him to say to me, like, yo, man, just do what you do, man. Mm-hmm. We didn't give it uh we didn't give it a descriptor because, because we want you, you to create it right. and do what you do. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, bet. This is that made it a lot easier, mm-hmm. but it also relieves everybody else of the pressure of making of this work. To help. Right. So now it's all <laughs> on you, B. Like I knew that I, I was waiting to get to that part. Right. Too. Like, so once y'all tell me it's on me, is it just on me? <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> on you. It's just on you. We could all we all might like what you're doing, but soon as somebody else say they don't like it. All of us is like, well, that was Mike. You know? What I'm and corporate, they take the, the whole conversation about um direction. It's like, well, you just prove we don't know how to do what you're trying to do. Right. Like they can't learn. Right. Like you could help me still. You still have a a a, a, a skill set that pertains to what I'm doing. We're just gonna do things a little differently. Correct. This will be filtered differently, so to speak. Correct. And we trying to reach it and you know, and I think for a long time, right, um, and it's not just at my station. I think a lot of stations, right, the way TV, especially local TV, tended to work was they bring a news director in or they bring in, you know, some kind of management team that wasn't from the market. Mm-hmm. And they would come in with their ideas of what they thought the market should Because have. they killed in their market. Right. They was in Boston. They had a great run. They was in Orlando. They had a great run. Portland. They was in Portland. They had a mm-hmm. great run. Wherever they came from. They had the Ohio. They had a Goes great run. You know, earlier. whatever it was, they came. Good. Right. And I'm like, yo, it ain't Philly, B. Philly's a different beast, man. And you know what my example is? And I had a um, guest on here one time. And she used to be a weather girl. And she's um, tall, voluptuous. Like fit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I was like, I know you was down south somewhere, because only when you go to Atlanta is the weather girl right. and the women on the news because they're worried about housewives being intimidated. Right. And when you're in a, a region that's not familiar with the, that, is, that's not a common thing. Right. Or that's what they hate. You can't put that on the news can't, every no, morning. No. No it, matter how good she is at her job, no, she becomes the teacher it, that wore the wrong shit. Right. Right, because and that, her body type, and that's the thing, right? That they have to be concerned with as a company, right? Because I don't want to put ratings and ratings, right? Ten dollars and right. dollars. I don't want to put somebody on TV that people don't want to see. That turns off the majority of my viewers. exactly right, and so that's a whole nother, you know, deal and, and situation. That would be the anxiety that they, for me because I would always compare myself. Mm-hmm. 
on some levels to that. Right. To something that just not used to seeing at this time of day or whatever have right. you. And I'm giving my thing and I'm gonna give it how I give it. I Dude, would, that, that would be that really, would be the that the was a concern. Crossed, that was a fingers crossed, right? I mean, and it's a piece that's running tonight. Tonight we got a rerun on, right? Mm-hmm. And um and and the uh it's uh the M's, uh, the rapper KP. Mm. You know what I mean? I got did a piece on him, right? Mm-hmm. I was honestly I was like this I don't know how I'm gonna get this passed because I used some but of you his. Thought he deserved it. But I knew he deserved it. Like I'm like the work that this dude is KP putting be in. Out here. Right. And jump the, on the, everything and kill it. Everything and kill it. But not just that. Mm-hmm. The content that he's mm-hmm. producing and the way that he's approaching it. You know what I mean? That and series the way he's that he's in his business too, which right. is very important. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, but even st- like so, so the, the 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 little short the the youth. I mean, the uh, Instagram series he did on domestic violence. Right. The right. Instagram series he did on uh, uh, there was several of them that he that, that I had included in this piece. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't think of them all right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't know. Oh, on uh, on young people and you know what I mean. Uh, social media yeah. and how social media affects yeah. these young cats out here acting a fool in the street, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know he's at Martin Luther King High School at King mm-hmm. High, right? And doing and so I'm like, this needs to be seen. It's important, and it's important that we get this on. But do they care? This not only do they care, because I think they do care, but will they be too afraid to put this on their Air because of how it may be received, right? Um, that domestic violence piece, if you don't have all the conversation around it, it does come across as violence against women. It could easily be perceived that way, right? If you don't understand, if you don't understand where it's coming right. from, absolutely. And so, my Damn it, art. Right, right. You know what I'm saying. Like we're, we're held accountable for being artists, but right? Yeah. But you know, so my concern was is like you didn't want. To I had did it. an interview with him a year ago, mm-hmm. and something happened that we didn't get the piece complete. We couldn't get it on, and then his uh, manager status reached out to me. and was like, "Yo, Shout Mike, out man, stat. stat was here a couple weeks ago." Okay, so he reached out. He said, "Yo, Mike, man, we got all this other stuff. He just did this uh, domestic violence joint. We did this. Can mm-hmm. you use that stuff?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, we can't use this without explanation. Right. You know what I'm saying? New I context. need, right. He, I have to interview him and talk about this so people understand And this. it has to be wrapped up. Right. And so that was my concern is like when I presented it to him, and that was probably the only one of the only pieces that I've put on the air so far that I shot it to them before it went to air. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I was like, you know, you got gunplay in the video. You got, you know what I mean? If you don't understand where it's coming from, violence against women, young people committing violence. And and so if you just sitting there with your TV turned down or yeah. you just, you which know what I mean? Which a lot of people which do. Which a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Or you just click in and click out. Mm-hmm. And you come in, happen to come in. At and the, all you see is that logo. Now you're confused. Right. And you see this dude riding out to shoot on a bike, shooting at people. You're like, what the hell is Fox putting on their air? Mm-hmm. Now the phone is ringing, and now I'm like, you know, now I'm getting called into you an want, office. You want, yeah, yeah. You know, so that was one of the few pieces that I sent to him, and I'm like, yo, is this good to go? Like, watch this piece and let me know if y'all comfortable with this. Would they, and this is just me being curious, because I know there's a lot of people that's on the news that have passed. And, and even, you know, I mean, when I say passed, I mean they had things that they've done in their past. Mm-hmm. And, um... 
they might be doing something different now. Do they like background check? Like, would they look at like a KP piece and be like, let me check his background? Um, per se. It like, depends. would that be a deciding factor? It, 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 well, it depends. I don't right? want it to sound like a crazy question. No, no, I hear what you're saying. It depends, right? Well, technically, because it's still a rapper. Like, if he right. was a priest, it'd be different. Right, but even with priests, like, we don't do... It depends on what the story is, right? Mm-hmm. So, if, you know, if you are... I'm trying to think of an example, right? If I come to interview you, mm-hmm. and we're talking about your Sipping With Sammy podcast... Absolutely. What you did before this doesn't really matter. I would hope right? not, but I just don't know how these but, networks... No, it. but that's what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. this is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Now... If two days ago you just stuck somebody up, that's different. You know what I mean? And I don't know that. And I'll put you on TV, and then somebody's like, yo, man. That's the guy that just ran down. Yeah, we got this dude on surveillance out here. You know what I mean? Then it's shame on me for not catching that. But at the end of the day, man, people got to understand like, we are, we're, even though it looks like it's a huge corporate, Machine mm-hmm. that's out here creating this content and delivering you local news and mm-hmm. all of that, dude. It's like eight people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I mean, there's a newsroom full of people. Only has to go, but so far, right? Not only that, it only has to go, but so far, they can only do but so, so much, much. Right, right? In research wise, right? Right? Because we turn constant thing. Right. We got to deliver every night. You know what I mean? A five o'clock. A ten o'clock and eleven o'clock, from four o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? From five o'clock in the afternoon to six thirty in the evening. Ten o'clock at night to eleven thirty at night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't that. We much. can't check everything. everything. I'm we just do curious. our we do our damnedest to try to make sure that everything we give you is one hundred percent. Right. Right. But. There's gonna be stuff that gets by, man. It, yeah. It's just it's just inevitable. I was just because when you said like running the KP thing to them first, you know what I mean? And mind you, you said based on the content, which is understandable. I was just wondering how far that thought would go for them. Now it may have been. Now they may have Googled them. You know what I mean? And they may have went back and looked at, but I had already known. But I think if you Google KP, a lot of good work comes. That's out what I'm saying. Yeah. I knew because I Googled them. Yeah. And I looked back at them, so I knew what they would find if they went and did it, yeah. right? And and I think in a lot of cases, especially now, because of of the internet, it makes it that much easier for us to do that kind of research. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To see what kind of history people have before you go out and interview them, and before you, because you get people pitch you on stuff. You know what I'm saying? And they they talking about how great work they're doing, this, that, and the third. You Google their name, or you look at their social media, and you're like, yo, this guy is fronting. Yep, he ain't doing nothing of value. At all, you know what I'm saying? Or she ain't doing nothing of value, or, or and they think that business is a front, right? And they think that they forget how easy it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, 15, 20 years ago, you could have pulled the you could pull it right. It's a good front. It looks good. It's hard now, man. Mm-hmm. It's hard because and, and then if you have no presence on social media, then, then it's crazy. like what you hiding? Then that's crazy, yeah. Right? It's like so you be that's rocking what got a hard me on social media years ago. You know, in the beginning, everybody, I ain't messing with that. That's dumb. Yeah, I had same. that mentality, and I was, I was running around doing stuff. I ain't want to post. And then at some point, I started dabbling in entertainment, managing, and doing music stuff. And somebody was like, well, if you are presenting something, and you're not on social media, are you alive? Right. They literally asked me, was I alive? 
Right. And that was an extreme for me. But, but they were right. But they were right. You know what I'm saying? Because in my you, head, I'm like, that's not living. But I understood. But in today's world. That they wasn't wrong. Nope. And it, I, I I shortly wrapped my head around and I, I eased on. You know what I mean? Same thing. Work same my thing. platform at a time. Same thing. Same thing. Just I jokes. Mean, right. You know what I mean? Same like, thing. Stuff like that. I mean, when I came in, you know, when YouTube came around, it was like, man, YouTube ain't gonna last. Ain't nobody gonna man. watch it. You know what I'm saying? Garbage video. It was it's just all grainy. And, it's shit. Just, and, we, and even I had before the that, tapes. before that, it was just grainy video grainy of nonsense. Video. Yes. It was like so. TV or, um, people. Um, 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 too raw for TV. Too them type of jokes. Right. And they was fuzzy too. Right. Yep. So for TV people, like man, ain't stupid. nobody gonna watch that. Ain't that you know what I mean? Shit. Ten years later, technology advanced. YouTube look better than TV now. And you like... Should have learned from Blockbuster. Should have learned from Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Blockbuster turned into Redbox, turned into Netflix. And niggas Should've still learned. trying to buy fucking video rental This stores. is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, right? And so, and I mean, it had happened in the, in, the, in, the, in the television industry. I mean, in the, in the uh, media industry in general, right? Mm-hmm. Newspapers got hit with it. Hard. You know what I'm saying? TV got hit with it. Not as hard as the newspapers because the newspapers... So early in the game, they started giving away content for free mm-hmm. on the inst- on 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 the on the web. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Posting their stories on the web, putting their whole newspaper on the web. Well, if I could watch it and read it for free, why the hell am I going to go buy a newspaper? And a newspaper is based on reading, right? And it's written on the third grade reading level because the average motherfucker don't read above that, which means most people are not going to fight to read anything, right? And if you give it to me for free, I damn sure not. I'm damn sure not paying for like, it. Like I remember, I think it was, uh, I think it was, while I was here in Philly, early when I got here in Philly, the Enquirer or the Daily News. Like if you bought a subscription, they gave you a a uh, um, some kind of line. That wasn't an iPad back then, but it was some kind of reading device, electronic device where you can read, you can get the newspaper electronically, mm. right? Was it a disc? No, it was an actual, like, a pad that you oh. could carry around with you. But it was like, yo, but... Why would I get a delivery? At some point... You just gave me the device to get it. This is what I'm saying. So I'll pay for the, the, the so subscription. So they did a bad job of transitioning. They was trying to be early on something. They did a horrible job in the middle. Right, and so they... And now when you look That's at crazy. it, so many newspapers are gone. So many newspapers have to downsize. So many periodicals had to uh, just got shut down because especially, firewalls didn't exist yet. Especially local news because you had local, then you had super local. You had right. like Chestnut Hill paper, and it Germantown hurts. Paper and it hurts the people, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't have local reporters reporting on what's going on in your community right now. You know what I'm saying? When I came in this industry, I used to cover school board meetings. Mm-hmm. I used to cover city council meetings. Mm-hmm. I used to, and I mean, in small communities. So you know what I and know this about stuff, politics in the city. Not a little bit, not recently, but you know, you, you, I covered it for a long at, time. You've been to these meetings, and right. you see when they say, "Hold all your questions to the end, and we're going to have time," and then at the end, there's only two of them left. Right, right. You've been there. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen <laughs> that go down. But what I'm, but like, don't do that to my grandma, bro. But here's the problem, right? There used to be a reporter in that room 
that will come out. Accountable. Not only will hold them accountable, but will come out and go on television and be like, yo, they told everybody in the room to hold their questions to the end. And then at the end of the room, at the end of the meeting, there was only two city, it was city council president and one other person sitting and still sitting in the room. All the other council people had left. And Joe from the rec center. Right. Waiting, <laughs> waiting to get his question out. Right. But now they don't have, they because of, the downsizing and the yeah. crushing of you don't of, have you don't have the, you don't have it, it right you don't have those, yeah these 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 outlets that have either gone or they just don't have the resources to is pay the, the, the people to go out and do that no more is the answer to outsource to people like us well I come with my own could, production here's, here's the thing though right here's the problem <laughs> here's the problem with that right to outsource to people you still have to vet the people you outsource to, mm-hmm. right? And make sure they don't have an agenda. Mm-hmm. And that's, so now you still have to hire people. Well, if you're going to do that, yeah, you might as well hire a reporter. You're still talking about more work. Right, you no, might as well hire yeah. a reporter. Because but, it's like, it's so many people. I mean, there's children out here doing great reporting and right, interviews, bro. Right. And it's like, we don't, we never seen that before. No, well, that's the beauty of, of <laughs> that's the beauty of all this technology social becoming media, so, YouTube. social media, and it's becoming so much affordable. I mean, look at your setup. When I started doing TV, you couldn't have no setup like this. <laughs> this setup will cost you a half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Three cameras, switcher, all that stuff. Yeah. You couldn't afford the people couldn't afford the body. Is people like us set up, but you know exactly what all this shit is. So yeah. Right. This is what I'm saying. When I started doing TV, dude, you couldn't like there was very few freelancers mm-hmm. because the cost to get into the game was so high. But that's why your only vision was shooting music videos, because everybody had a camera in the hood shot rappers. Right. Or <laughs> and, or you could buy like a, a, a camcorder. Mm-hmm. Right. My grandfather always had the big video cameras right. and all of that, and he used to make me shoot the whole wedding or the whole reception. Right. Or like, I was the camera boy. But one day, I shot my cousin wedding, right? And she was young, beautiful girl, squad full of beautiful homegirls. And she was marrying this guy that I've kind of seen as a square. <laughs> and his whole squad was squares. <laughs> So I'm, you know how they come down for the side and then they turn to go up. Uh-huh. I'm in, I'm right here in the L shape. Yeah. Like I'm behind them while they walking up to the altar. And we had a mansion. Okay. A big mansion and all that. And all you hear me saying is, dweeb. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, you then get, I realized you can't do this job pick no more. Me up yeah, you can't do this job no more. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta have some self control out here when so you do when you like, do this job. And I'm young, so my family like you did a great job shooting away. Let's watch the footage. So we had my grandma's. They put the footage on roof full of family, <laughs> and it's on, but it's no value. Right. Then they like let's turn it up. Dweeb, like. I didn't even say dweeb. I called him a dweeb. Like, I really felt that. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes you can't hold it, man. Oh, sometimes man. Sometimes it just comes And the reason the soul, that I can man. say I can describe the situation a little more now is because she's divorced him and remarried since, so now she can know that I always thought he was a nut in the first But place. that's what it was, man. Oh. This, this gear was so... Like, I'll give you a, a, an example, right? When I, Not too long after I got here, I was covering a scepter, scepter strike. I knew it was a strike because right. it's always a scepter strike. Right, it was a scepter strike. And we were at the uh, the Sheraton on, what is that, 18th, 16th in the parkway. Mm-hmm. Right? And we sit in the lobby and we waiting for them to come out and talk to us. Somehow, some way, somebody got me for my camera. 
I don't know how it happened. I'm sitting there, my camera's right here. One of my, 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 the dude who's worked with me is sitting right here. So the camera's in between us. Somebody comes downstairs, everybody grabs the camera, goes running to chase after him. Go to grab my camera. Yo, where my camera at, man? I've talked to my man, I said, yo, man, you got my camera? Nah, Mike. So I'm talking to the other camera guys, thinking somebody's messing with me. Like, yo, man, where y'all put my camera at, man? Wow. It's like, yo, we ain't got your camera, Mike. It's like, yo, there's no way somebody stole this camera, man. Yeah, because that's bold as hell. Right. It's sitting there's, right between And us. it's a room full of media. The whole hey, everybody got Y'all came with your own cameras or y'all wouldn't be here. Everybody, I mean, every station is there. No. You got Jack. I got Jack. Oh, every station oh, is there. Slipping. Every station is there. People moving around the lobby, cameras in the lobby. Everything. Somebody got me. So and I go a company to, camera? Yeah, company camera. So I go down to the police department and, and file a police report and all of that. As you have to. And the cop says, well, what do you think the value of the camera was? I'm like, 80 grand. He said, what? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, dude. But this is what I'm saying. Like, you couldn't do this back then. No. Cause that was eighty. Grand. Cause there was a, the dude was like the, <laughs> the cop camera was like was 80 grand. the cop was like what? He said hold on, we got to get somebody else to take this report. Yeah, that's grand that's larceny. A different level. Like I, exactly. this is not you know what I mean. I can't take this report. Exactly. But that's how expensive this gear grand. was back then. Right now the prices come down so much and it's so readily available that you can have great uh, uh, people in the community doing great stories and great reporting. Mm-hmm. Right. And I and I tell people all the time, man, like don't wait for the news to show up. Mm. You can tell your own story. Who's going to tell it better than you? Word. You live here. Word. You know everybody. You know everything that's going down. You know who's bullshitting people. I show up. I don't know nobody. Yeah. So the one person who wants to talk to me, I put him on TV, and y'all are all back at the at, at the crib like, hey, why, why they ain't talk to this nut? This right. Oh. They're like, why they talk to this nut? Yep. You know what I'm saying? You're right. It's like, you right. And that's been going on since I was a kid. Right. But he's the only <laughs> one who's willing to talk to us. Yep. And so that's why I tell people, like, look, man, you don't got to wait for me to show up to tell your story. You tell your own story, man, because you got all the gear now. You got a freaking camera in your pocket. But the twist is, make some noise, send up a flare, because you still capable of bringing a machine there if they're already doing their thing. Right. If you have a situation, right. you can add light. You right. Can't, you can't plant a seed, but you can add light. Right. Well, and you can plant certain seeds certain ways, but I mean, like, they have to start. They have to start. And you know that's, what I mean? You could so, be the guy that shows the example, but at the same time, they have to start. It's so important you right can put now. Light on it's them. so important right now. People have gotten so used to major uh, uh, media outlets mm-hmm. telling them what's going on in their community and in the world and so on and so forth. I love Jim Jones as a weatherman. Right. <laughs> I love I love Nori for my media. I'm into this shit. This, 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 I'm a, into this, this new cool the, shit. The problem is there's some cats who are like, eh, yeah. eh, we should be careful what we say, what we get from them, right? But No, but that's the thing. It's entertaining. I still look at my phone for the weather. <laughs> I just listen to Jim talk about it. Right. It's funny. Dig it. Dig it. No, so, but go ahead. But no, but I'm saying as though since we don't have, since these major media operations don't send people to your community to cover stuff that you think is important. And don't send the right people a lot of times. Right. You go do it. Mm-hmm. Take your cell phone, go in there and record that city council meeting. Take you know your what? cell phone, go in there and record the school board meeting. Take your cell phone, you know what I'm saying? And 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 be engaged. And then this way when something isn't right. Mm-hmm. Now you could be like, yo, Mike, man, check this out, man. This is what they said. 
when the but riots, this is what they did when the riots broke out a couple years back. I watched CNN and MSNBC and local news. I was flipping back and forth the channels uh-huh. all day because it was lit. Everywhere you look, somebody just set something else on fire. I went on social media, and this little girl from, I forget where she was from, but they had just lit like a Target on fire and like a Wendy's or something right in front of her. She was on live for like 14 hours, right. bro. Her mom and them was sending people down there to go get her. And she was fighting them like, I'm not leaving. People need to see this. They're lying on the news. They was like, well, go to the bathroom. She like, all right, in a minute. Like, like this little girl showed me more of what was happening where she was at. Well, right. But this is what I'm saying. Like, to say that they're lying on the news, that's not true. Right? The news doesn't lie. No, they'll be held accountable. Right. And, and and people tend to be like, you know, the news is lying, the news is lying. That's no, the news well, is just news telling is you right. That's some like right, it's fake news, whatever. Yeah. The news is telling you the information that, that they, they have. have. Exactly. Right? We and, and 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 we get caught up with like people, you know, people have a problem with deciphering between pundits and journalists. Mm-hmm. Right? A pundit can get on TV and say whatever the hell they want, doesn't and matter. And you're responding to the young lady saying that they were right. lying. Because and I'm yeah. not saying but and it's was, not her. It's a young lady. But yeah. I'm saying that's a that's a thing. That's a that's thing. A thing. No, to people think that the media right are part of the political right. direction. Like right, and it's not. This is right. not a shot against her saying it that no. they're lying. Right. It's that they it's are. That's just the whole idea of right. thinking that the media lies. The media yeah. doesn't. Not. Let me rephrase that. Real journalists, okay, don't lie. Because I was about to push back. Right. But we media will lie to you. Okay. Yes. All right. Journalists don't lie, but okay. you have to be able to decipher. Who's a journalist and who's not? Absolutely. And that line has become blurred. So it's hard. It's hard for people to know who's a journalist and who's not a journalist. Mm -hmm. And it's blurred because there's been, there's value in blurring it. Because if I have a following, then I'm valuable. Right. Even if I'm not knowledgeable. Right. So if if you get on TV and talk shit and, and, and drum up controversy and all that shit and it's making money, we promote you. Mm-hmm. Right, even though it's detrimental to society, mm-hmm. and you're not a journalist, you're just a shit talker, yeah. right? But people like it because it sells commercial time. Because it makes us money, so we the energy it. sells. And the problem is now is that we now put we them next to each other, exactly. Right, so you can watch real journalists up to seven o'clock, and then right after that, on on any I don't care if it's Fox, MSNBC, CBS, you know CNN. Right after that, all of a sudden they go to the pundits. Yeah, never take Jim Jones' word over the people on the real news. Right, right. That's basically what we came right. down to. Like I told y'all, it's entertaining. It's entertainment. It's funny to see somebody that I seen as a as a gorilla at one point outside talking about, oh man, you know what I mean? That's fun. But, but I still need to know it, right? what I'm going outside to in and real like, time. Because even when when uh, what's that Joe on Comedy Central that the uh, the African the South African dude. Just uh, left. Who? Uh, oh, uh, Daily, Daily Show, Daily right? Show. Oh, my man. When the Daily right. Show first popped off, people, somebody did a study, and that generation got more of their information mm-hmm. from the Daily, Daily Show and Comedy Central yep. than they got from news. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I heard about that. And yeah. it's like, yo, I get it. Like, John Stewart, he's good. And I believe in a lot of the John stuff Stewart that he is said. Awesome, even though he's not always right. But. Right, <laughs> and a lot of the stuff he said was true and factual. But yo, like 
journalists is different. Absolutely. Journalists do this shit because they want to get you the information. They want you to be aware. That's they want you to know. But, you know, but they're not the I ones enjoy... making a half million dollars, million dollars, $30 million, $50 million deals. No. They're, they're struggling. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Those cats who getting paid like, 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 you know, $20 million a year, $30 million, those are pundits. Those ain't journalists. No. You know what I'm saying? No, that, that becomes political at that point. Right. These right. cats, journalists is out here struggling, getting, you know what I mean? Like I told you, my first gig, I was making six fifty an hour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, and there's somebody out there doing my first job right now. And the thing is, the whole problem is the line blurring. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, we're supposed to know that one is one and the other is the other. And we know that entertainment, fuck. Actors get paid more than teachers. Right. Athletes get paid more than right. teachers. You know what I mean? Right. We know what the value is in this country. We right. know how we know how the, the, the hierarchy is played out, whether we agree with it or not. But the reason that I like the people that I like that aren't professionals that live in the and maybe uh-huh. blurring a line uh-huh. is because they always tell you that they're not. Mm-hmm. They admit like, no, I'm not. No, no, and you, no. And that's cool. Come over here for drunk sex. Right. That's cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> but there's a lot of cats who blur that line, who Absolutely. don't tell you that. No, because they, they think they BSing are. You. They think they are. No, they think they, think think they can bullshit. speak it into existence. I think it's bullshit. I, I think, think they know they're not. But think, they know that the people who are listening to them don't know that they're not. Or, okay. Because this. if I tell you that I'm not, that means everything I'm telling you you're gonna you're gonna look at it as bullshit. But what if I tell you that I am, and I convince enough of my following that I am that TMZ gives me a segment? If you tell me that you are a journalist, if if not me telling, but you, I'm saying in general, but them telling the pu- the public, the populace, right. if they if they because you know people think that you could just and it's happened. Yes, we've seen. I, it. I get what you're saying. I get we've what you're saying. It. People so you, believe their own lie to where it gets <laughs> to the point to where it gets to the point where you have enough people following you that believe it mm-hmm. that the network acquiesces to it. Right, right. That but they then, say we then need I that. Fault, I fault the network for that, right? Because the network has to know we are the professionals. It's, this, it's up to us to vet that person. I don't care if you got two million followers. But this goes back to them taking the hits and trying to make up for taking the hits, right? Right. When everything gets slimmer, you try to fluff it up. Oh, and no fluff, doubt. And fluff is fluff for a reason. But we... It's and not, and, and no I'm not saying we can't, we can't fluff it up, but you got to be honest with the people. I don't believe they should. I believe that um, they should identify their space clearer. Oh, I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. You I gotta believe be you honest. identify your space clearer. I you don't gotta believe be honest with the blend. people. Right? Don't blend. No, no, don't blend. Don't blend. But, but what I'm saying is, is you got to be honest with the people, right? So if you bring somebody on just because they have a huge following, then you have to be honest with the people and tell them like, yo, this is not a news guy or a news woman. This is not a journalist. Mm-hmm. This is a pundit. They have a huge following. And so we have now. They're not going to say it in as many words. But, but a, what I'm saying is, is this is the narrative to, that has but to, to be. But to define that would still be a lot to take on in that space, right? But that doesn't mean people still going to be looked at. This is entertainment, mm-hmm. and that's and that's okay, right? For you to tune in for the entertainment value. Like if you want to make jokes and get entertainment off of things that are really happening in the world, that's great. Cabinets do it all day. But be clear. But be clear that mm-hmm. this person, even though they're sitting here in a suit and they look clean and we're lighting them well and they got great graphics and all that stuff that you get on a real news show. Right. This is not a real news show. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. You know that. what I'm saying? I'm because 
I mean, at the end of the day, it's not just television news. That shit don't make enough money to keep these networks alive. At all. You need all that other stuff mm. to keep these networks alive, right? So you, but but you have to be honest with the people. And I think for a while we got away from being honest with the people. Which your show, the two one five on Tuesdays, is one of those things that brings it back. To where that's why they left you that right because I I approach it from a different lane right mm-hmm. I approach it from the lane of someone who's been in the street covering what's been going on in the city of Philadelphia mm-hmm. since 1998 I've worked the overnights I've worked the, the the three to eleven I've worked the early in the morning I've worked every shift I've met every kind of person I've seen everything from 98 from shit the 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 the, the, the Grimiest of the grime to the flyest of the fly. I've seen everything, maybe not everything, no, but I've but seen you, a whole seen lot. Quite an arc in this that city. this city has to you've offer. Right, quite an arc. Right, I've had conversations with politicians. I've had conversations with rock stars. Absolutely. I've had conversations with Joe Schmo. I've had conversations with drug addicts. I've had conversations with criminals. I've had conversations with shoot everything. Mm-hmm. I've met them all in some way, shape, or form. I've sat with... It's unavoidable at that point. Right. Let's pivot, though, real quick. Go. Over a drink. Let's address the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, nah, you were... um Before we started filming, you were giving me a little insight on what your um, original thought process was with doing over a drink. Mm-hmm. So give the people a little background. All on right, so over a drink, right? And, 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 and it's funny... That you said I, I I I stole your concept right because I, I never thought order, about it that I said way right. You're the one that I know didn't steal it. But yeah, okay, boy, but whatever the case, don't right? Do that to me on it. All right, I didn't know. I didn't know sipping with Sammy was a thing when over a drink started. I didn't know, and I know you didn't, and that's why I said right. That. I didn't know uh, uh, drink champs was a thing. I didn't either when I when, when I, I started my over a drink right. right? I started over a drink. Tell me it was the same story. Good. Right. I started over a drink. Probably five years ago now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Six years ago, whatever it was, it was it was at least two years before COVID, and we like three years into COVID, right? Same story. So, and it was really a um a a a, a, a interview series. I didn't even have, I didn't even know what to call it, mm-hmm. right? I didn't know if it was an interview series. I didn't watch podcasts. I didn't listen to podcasts. I didn't label it a podcast. Yeah, my right? idea didn't come from a podcast. Either. It was just a me sitting with other media members mm-hmm. and talking about the work we do. Mm. That's what it started out as. Dope. And we're going to have this conversation a over like a drink. Right. You know what I mean? So if you look at some of the early over a drink mm-hmm. interviews, mm-hmm. they're photographers, they're reporters, mm-hmm. they're people who did what I did for a living because we were different. We were like a, 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 a niche breed of people. So this is the happy hour crew. Right, no, 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 This is not, you mean the happy hour crew that I do the Glockware joint with? No, I'm talking about like, if, if, if y'all was all at work, right. this would be the people that right. after work you would right. go get a Right, these are the with. people you go get a drink with. Right, right. the happy hour crew. Or, these not even more, bigger than that, these are the people who I worked scenes with. Mm. Okay, right, so right. it's not even a happy hour crew. These are the people who, you know what I mean, you know Lex Street Massacre, Standing next to me, I was explaining like Street Massacre, right? Crazy. This is these are the people. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Now I wasn't out here, but last year when nine or twelve kids died 
over in Fairmount in mm-hmm. that fire, right? Yeah. These are the people who were standing there, mm. right? These are the people who, who, when Barack Obama was first running for office, was showing up at all these press conferences. These are the people when, when the train crashed, you know what I mean? The uh, the Amtrak crash down mm-hmm. here, who was standing out there with me like, so so pick a, yeah. a, a, these a crisis. Are, these are great conversations. People that had conversations. Right, with. so yeah. these are the people who were out there doing the same thing I was doing and how these events affected like them and, that's and how they that. visualize these events and how we are sent out in some of the worst conditions when everybody's going in the opposite direction we're going towards it right and and how they dealt with these things and how they were affected by it and how we managed these situations so so that's what the that's what, what that's over drink was that's right so that's what over drink was and then as it Grew, then it just became people who I was interested in having conversations with, right? Just like we're doing right now, right? Absolutely. It's like, oh shit, you're doing something dope, man. Come on, let's sit down, have a drink, and let's rap about it. Absolutely. And that's what that's what overdrink was. COVID hit, and and I kind of I backed off of it, mm-hmm. even though people and I probably missed another missed opportunity, right? Because people were like, yo, Mike, man, everybody's available now. Yeah. Why are you not doing overdrink Ain't now? Doing shit. Because I didn't want to do Zoom interviews. Mm-hmm. Right for me, Zoom interviews were corny. I did a few; they're not the same. Right, I want to be in the room. I got with some you. good shit out of. Oh, for out, sure, but they're not for the same. sure. But I want to be in the room with you. I want to feel your vibe. I want to feel your energy. I want to see your body same language. In the I want with me if we record, and I want to be there. Right, and so, so I actually fell off of it, and it was like, yo, man, look at all these other things. Everybody doing these things, and then, then for me, it kind of got corny. Because now, because not everybody's doing it. Yeah. So, so I'm like, I don't want to do this no more. Like, everybody's doing this. This is lame to me now, man. You know what I'm saying? I hate But then, Cats got iHeart deals. Cats got, you know what I'm saying? So, all the way up. So everybody, you know what I mean? Cats came all the way up. My name is D-Nice. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And people was like, yo, Mike, man, you really missed an opportunity because what you were doing the energy would have nobody been was doing it right it been magnified in that right. right nobody was doing it until COVID hit right you no were bullshit. ahead of the curve no bullshit. and then COVID hit and then everybody couldn't go anywhere and then Zoom came around so it was like y'all just call people see if they hop on the Zoom interview with me yep you know and for me again it was like it was like it was like YouTube mm-hmm. for TV when YouTube came around Zoom was the same thing for me. I was like, dude, that's corny. I'm not sitting in front of no friggin' camera phone and having a conversation with somebody. How lame is that shit? I'm not doing that. One of the best happy hours I've ever been to in my life happened on Zoom during COVID. No bullshit. We was on there from like 6 to 2 in the morning. (laughs) 20-something people. Motherfuckers tagging in and out. We was in there tripping. The girls had their hookah. The homies had what they had. And everybody was laughing and talking. Bro, I'm talking about... With the bed, and I was still on happy hour yeah. Zoom, like, and I, and, turning and, up like and, and and after a while, like I got it right, right. Zoom because COVID lasted way longer. It was than we the way at, at certain points, like what you gonna do? Where you gonna be go? a hermit? Right, you gotta, you gotta engage talk people. to people. Right. right, you gotta engage. But see, the difference for me was I was still in the street. Yeah, you because I was still was doing working. news exactly. So like Zoom didn't have any like I was Do y'all still get engaging. Has to pay for that for a little while. 
Then they straight. Then, then it, it was like, it was like nigga, it's three then months. Then it was like, f that. <laughs> yeah, lasted for about a year. We got hazard pay. Then they was like, all right, we gonna need that back. Y'all right. seem to get too personal. See, but yeah, y'all seem to be surviving out there. Y'all should be all right. But you know, I know people that work for the streets department. I know nurses that have to get police escorts to when it's snow blizzard. Uh-huh. Like I understand. So I'm just curious as how right. it applies to y'all. Right, and That's I all. think what it was, it was like you know. So for me, it was like Zoom. I didn't need it. I was still engaging people. Yeah. I was still outside. It's a little different for you. Right. So I'm like, Zoom is so corny. So you didn't see it. Right, right. Like, I was like, yeah. Zoom is corny. Like, why are y'all on Zoom? Like, talk to people. So then what? And so then it was kind of like, so I just stopped doing it, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, my peoples with Tiny Room mm-hmm. was like, yo, we're going to do a happy hour because we were working on the festival, the Tiny Room Arts and Music Festival. Right. And it didn't happen because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But it was like, yo, so we, so we stay connected. Let's do this happy hour every Tuesday, and we'll just hop on, just rap with each other, just to make sure everybody's good, see what's going on Dope. with everybody, so on and so forth, right? Just a, like as it. a check-in. Just to engage And it was like, and since we're going to be doing it, let's invite a guest. You know what I'm saying? So then it was like, and we'll do over a drink as part of that, mm. right? And so I was like, all right, whatever, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting at the crib, and I would just create cocktails, you know what I mean? And like we'd have somebody come on. So let's say for instance, it was like, you know, sipping with Sammy gonna be on the show this week. Mm-hmm. And I'd go look at your Instagram and look at your social media and whatever. And be like, and be like, he drinks cognac, so I'm gonna make him something right. with a cognac. I'm gonna try guy. to create a drink that's reflective of what I think your character is. Right. Right. And that's what I was doing. And then so it, it became that. And then when the 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 Glockaware thing happened, it wasn't even intended in my mind for to do it. Right, I don't know what I was talking to Tuke about. Maybe I just interviewed him mm-hmm. for the um for for the uh, the Jarek report mm-hmm. thing, and I said to him, I said, "Yo, man, maybe I will come over and do a show one day." Like the next week, Tuke was like, "Yo, how does five o'clock or how does four o'clock on Monday sound?" Like I remember this time period; it literally happened that fast. Right, it was like, "How does four o'clock on Monday sound?" Because we was all there for the Jarek report. Right, and I was like, four o'clock. What the fuck is he talking about?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "What are you talking about?" He said, "Yo, to come through and do a show." I was like, oh shit, like I was just bullshitting. And you know what's funny? Speaking of when you did the Glockaware show, we, we're going to leave names out. But I remember a couple people was trying really hard that day to get a lot of attention, and you handled that very well. <laughs> and you still made sure they felt included, but you did a very good job of identifying your space and letting people know you need and and you did you you were a gentleman about it. Look, man, I've been doing this, I've been doing this a long time. Because you know Glockaway gets hectic. Yeah, and, and I've been doing TV a long time, man. No, but and, I saw it. And you know, um, I know and this is again not a shot at anybody, man. Glockaway great people come through there, man. Absolutely. Some beautiful, you know what I mean, great people everywhere. You know what I mean? And and I know people get excited. What man. what what and it's ill, right? Because part of it is, I think, social media has made people so camera hungry, right? People want to be on, like, they want to be people seen. People want to never be, be in front right, of Right, right. And, and it's not, it wasn't just that shoot, man. There's so many times I'll show up to a shoot and I made the plans to interview one person. I get that they got five people here. I'm like, yo, who are these other four people? Oh, this guy does this, or this girl does this, and then, you know what I mean? We thought it'd be cool to have them engage. And I quiet. just got to tell people straight up, like, look, man. The segment is the segment. The there's the no piece. need for me to talk to you because it'll never make TV. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that to hurt your feelings. I'm saying that because this is what I came over here to do. Now, if you got a great story, 
Let's do something. Bet. Let's set up a date. I'll come through. I'll do a story on you, too. I'm not saying you can't be on TV. You can't I'm just saying this particular day because was not intended for you. Another. You go with a plan. Right. I came here with a plan. Right. And you got to understand that maximum this thing is going to get is four minutes. Right. right. And if you brought five people here. That's 10 seconds per. How the hell am I going to get all these people in four minutes, it right? Gonna, it ain't gonna you be. actually cheating yourself. Yep. Shot yourself in the foot. Right. But usually you do. they do that out of insecurity. They don't want to talk. They want these other people to talk. It could be that. A lot of times that's be that. what happens, yo. You but, know. Um, little so, yeah. So that's what happened with, uh, with, with Over with a Drink. Over a Drink. So I explained Simple with Sammy. Years ago. Before I knew podcasts was a thing. Not saying they weren't. I had no idea what was going on. One of the internet radio stations wasn't Glock aware, so I'm not going to shout them Okay. Out. The owner hit me, and he hit me about a situation with somebody that was affiliated with the station. And we had a good talk, and then he said, bro, like, when you gonna come get a show? And I'm like, I, I can have a show? He's like, yeah, <laughs> and we got the capabilities for you to do it remotely, which was kind of new for internet radio yeah. at the time. We yeah. talking about technology. Right, right. right. So I'm like, remotely? Because I'm still running around. Right. So I'm like, I don't never had to come up there. Like, That's I could just school. go to the bar with Mike. I could go to the man cave with Sean. I can go to the, the basketball court with this one and just... Right. And send it to y'all. We good? And they was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, sipping with Sammy. I'm going to man caves. Who, wherever y'all comfortable drinking, I'm picking up the tab. I'm bringing a couple folks with me so I know we good in there. And we was going to do... But it wasn't visual or nothing. It right. was audio. It was, yeah. you know... And then time went by, and we never followed up on it. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. Um, still love him to death. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was why mm-hmm. I think he was dealing with a lot at the station. Yeah. And then <clears throat> I started doing Glock where I got on there through Wave, who had started Flyboy Fridays at first. And um, I got on with him. And then, like, shortly after that, I got on 98.5 film Radio, and I was doing both. And then I met Kay from Fine Productions, and she was doing our audio-visual and she told me, like, well, I told her that I did. And I'm like, I think I can do it as a podcast now because now podcast was a right. thing. And she was like, well, I got a lot of equipment. If you order, if we order a couple more pieces, we can start that shit immediately. Boom. So then it started. But the thing is, is like I run into the same thing you run into where it's like, I didn't even know Drink Chance was a thing before I had I had no idea. clue, dude. But I salute Nori. Because oh, for sure. What Nori does, and I don't think people realize, like, we having a drink the same way with you. It's not a pressure situation. Drink what you want or don't. Yeah. Drink at yeah, your yeah, pace. Yeah. I'm not forcing no shots, nothing. Nori has a rock star drinking podcast. Oh, for sure. Which sh- means you have to be a rock star <laughs> to be- drink the way that he drinks right. with them. Right. You have right. to be somebody that can right. drink a fifth and of salute- night. And, and look, I'm, <laughs> I've been a Nori fan, a Nori supporter since from early T-O-N-Y mm-hmm. Invading Y right? right Like I've been I'm from Music Queens Music make this thug Calm right. down Right I'm from Queens mm-hmm. Nori I went to school Around the corner From Left Rack City Like Nori Like Think about that How close you was To Left Rack That's You know crazy. what I'm saying I'm, I'm, I've, I've been a Nori fan From early mm-hmm. Right So when I seen What he was doing With Drink Champs I was really? like Holy shit perfect shit. though What a pivot So perfect And his personality And his character they I'm should. like, this dude is so ill in this environment. He's perfect. Almost as ill as he is. Might as be ill as a rapper. Like, might be ill in this environment than he is a rapper. But and there's not too many rappers who can make that pivot like he did. 
who interviewers I watching and they said every station that they took Nori oh um um my man from third base uh search 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 was on on my expert opinion and he was talking with Matt Hoffa and he was talking about how every station he took Nori to on his promo run they asked him does he want to do this right in front of the morning show Yo. Like, does he want their job? Right. I see Nori. He, he said, he said, no lie, everywhere they took him. The dude, I've only ever seen Nori live one time. And he was at Gotham for Wendy Williams, Gotham. Wendy Williams' birthday party. I remember that. Right. And I came down and I went I was through. A pup. Damn. And I went to see the Nori show. And and it was I didn't go there for Wendy Williams. I went there because Nori was going to be performing. And I'm like, listen, I'm a Queens cat. This is a Queens cat here in Philly. I'm going to support him. I'm pulling up. Right, I'm pulling up, right. right? That show, I was like, holy smoke, this dude's energy, this dude's vibe, this dude's You know he's about to put his own guacamole out, right? Holy moly guacamole. He told Patty, <laughs> he told Patty and she said it's done. This is what I'm saying, right? And so like, when charisma I, is a motherfucker. Yes, yeah, his charisma his is, is just fucking awesome. It's just bro. contagious, right? Sick Even man. at the end of the show, right? I'm standing outside Gotham and they're walking out. And I don't think it was Nori, it's like one of his homies. And I was like, yo, man, way to represent Queens, man. And they was like, nah, man, we did that for Philly. This is for Philly. I said, nah, B. I'm from I'm Corona. Queens, right. Like, I'm from <laughs> Corona. Like, I went to IS61. I'm like, I left Rack City around the corner. He's like, oh shit, what up, homie? Like, like, yo, like, yo, y'all catch is a hundred percent. I love y'all energy. Mm-hmm. Love y'all energy. And that's really and what so it is. for you to say what he's doing now might be iller than that. It's crazy. Yo, yo, he's just, I mean, and from a TV he's guy. In the space. Right, yeah. and I'm a TV guy. But he's doing him. He's not doing y'all. That's the difference, right? We but, need them conversations that motherfuckers is willing to have with people that understand them. Right. If, what he you know, the way he's delivering. Right, and the way he's he's delivering the culture in a different way, like it's a it's a grown up way of delivering the culture, almost right. Like it's so less like it's like look and, and look, man. I don't knock any of the new music, right, and any of the new vibe. Like my parents didn't give a shit about and care for what we was doing in the seven. I mean, in the eighties and in the early nineties, eh, I could give a take on a lot of the new music right now, right. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I've outgrown hip hop. Talk that shit Right And 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 Nori Has grown up And now he's speaking to That hip hop The grown up hip hop culture Drink With the shit that he's four, doing four, four. Right Drink Chance right. is Oh four, for four, sure four. For sure and, and, and it's like And mind you People that see him now Don't realize Niggas used to be scared of him Yes Scared of him Right Right, because he was wild out. Scared. He was bogged out back there. And it was 65 of them. And they came came heavy (laughs) everywhere they went, right? But that's the thing, right? It's like, and so, and I know we went way over time on this joint, right? But, but, um, but, but when you talk about how, you know, people, people grow up, right? Absolutely. And, and, And vibes grow up and energies grow up and, just because you grew up don't mean you not still connected, right? That part. To what you into. That part. And and Nori had found a way to be that. To be that voice. So you take like a like like when we talking about pundits and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Nori's a fucking pundit. Absolutely. Right? But we but, don't have no hip hop pundits. But exactly. 
It's like what LL is doing with the Rock the Bells network and with the right. Rock the Bells situation. Right, so like that's necessary. So you see all these other genres, right, and all these other groups of people. I mean, you could look at a, 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 a like a Bill Maher mm-hmm. or a um. The, the, you know, pick any pundit on Fox News Channel. Pick yeah. any pun. Uh, Rachel Maddow on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Like they have the, an audience, and I and I watch all of them. Yeah, but they are not me. They don't represent me. They don't represent my culture. They don't represent what I grew up on. I'm just a, a news and, and and politics guy. You lucky right? to agree with 65 percent of what one of them says. Right. Right. You're lucky. Right. And I'm just. I can just and and I know a lot of the stuff they're talking about because I follow news, I follow politics. I can listen to them and I can chuckle at it and I and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But Nori grew up like me. Mm-hmm. Nori grew up with me. Mm-hmm. Nori grew up in the same world that I grew up in. He he's like so the same way that he talks to people and the same questions that he asks are the questions I have. Cuz these are the things that engage Based on where we come from, right, right. right. So when he's talking to a, 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 a pick an MC, he's talking to a rapper. It don't even matter. It's different than somebody who didn't know this person when they had one single out. But you could watch damn near every interview because he's in them. Right. It don't matter who he's talking to. Right. Oh, for sure. You for see what sure. I'm saying? Like that's the thing too. Like that's the thing that it's like Wiz said on um or or tell all the dice. He said these labels had the million dollars, but they don't have the idea. Right. We have the thing. They had a way to blow it up. It's like the thing that they want, you can't get without authenticity. You right. have to and invest Nori in authenticity. is 100% authentic. authentic. And that's what makes him so good. That's what makes he's, Drink Champ you know so great. his biggest fraud on that show? He plays down. Yes. He acts like he's dumber than yes. he is all the yes. time. Yes, yes. Outside of that, yes. he's a hundred. Right. For sure. So he's humbling himself. For but he own. has to do it for. He's and he, and he does it for. People. He does it for the for the guests too. And for comedic, yeah. And, yeah, and because he too. he knows he's been he's been around these people outside of this platform. And artists are finicky. Super right. Finicky. So and he this is knows. My platform. They walking in my dungeon. I'm I gotta let myself. them still be the star, even Absolutely. though I'm the star here. I gotta let them feel like That's they're the where star. That's he stumbled with the Ye interview. Exactly, because he overdid it. Exactly, but I also with the Ye interview, I and and I had this debate with my homie, and I was like, "Look, man, that was where you seen that Nori's not a journalist, and he's human. He's human, and he was, was like, friend. I was just letting him talk. That was but his friend. A journalist would have challenged him on that shit." Would you have challenged him to the point that he walk out? Yes. Because that was the balance. Yes. You know that was the whole thing. Yeah. I don't want him to leave. Yeah. Of course. And we see this in a lot of interviews of with people. They literally let people leave. do the thing because they want to keep the yayo interview with um math. Yeah. Like yeah. it happens. And I and I and I'm uh, like when I do my my interviews and 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 then my interviews like I did uh, I interviewed Cornbread. Mm-hmm. Right. And my man was like was like yo Mike man how you let him sit up there and talk about that graffiti started here in Philly, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, look, man, I don't have these conversations to challenge people. Graffiti didn't even start in hip-hop, by the way. Go ahead. But I'm like, I don't have these conversations to challenge people. <laughs> I have these conversations to have, to have conversations. conversations. Like, I'm not here to debate what he believes unless I blatantly know that it's a lie. One thing I try to explain to people when they start their platforms, because a lot of people have come to me for advice. And one of the things that I say to them that I don't think they expect is 
it's not your job to win. Right. On your platform. Right. If you always want to win on your platform, you will never get guests. Nope. Because nobody's pulling up to lose to you. Right. And then especially you motherfuckers that try to drown someone on your platform or you let not them get away. And then you go on social media and you keep trying to win. Don't you not here for that. do that. That's you not sit, your place. Nah. You let the audience decide who they agree with. And I really and I only have conversations with people who I find interesting. So why the hell am I challenging them and try to fucking blow them up? And, 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 Before we get to the root of how what I'm trying to figure right. out. Right. And even if we get to the root of it, like, I'm not here to shit on you. I'm not here to fucking to jam you up. I'm here to be like, yo, man, or homegirl, like, yo, I think whatever you're doing is super dope, man. And I want to have a fucking conversation about it. And that's it. But now if somebody comes along and be like, yo, Mike, man, you know they was lying about such and such and so and so. 95% of the time, and, and I know this is probably shitty to say, man, I ain't done no more research that would have me interested in them. And I'm not responsible for that. Right. I'm right. not responsible like, like for as that. As far as when I'm doing the 215 and shit like that, I do my research, right? Mm -hmm. Because this is a different this platform. A I'm not going to give you anything. And even if we have a conversation about something that I'm not sure of, I just don't include it in a piece, mm -hmm. right? Because I can't fact check it, I don't include it in a piece, right? But if you and me just sitting here rapping and you making claims, I'm like, look, man, if this dude believes he originated this shit, so what? You know what I mean? I don't give Graffiti a shit. Graffiti is just the wildest shit. And I'm explaining to the people before we wrap this why. The first thing I said was graffiti didn't come from hip-hop. If you look on history, wherever there's been people that have been displaced, wherever there's been people that have had nothing, there has been some form of graffiti. Right. And it's graffiti not, as we know it is hip-hop. And, and graffiti, So for any person to be able to say they created graffiti is crazy. Right. But graffiti is an element of hip-hop, right? Right. And, and, and anybody It's who not was, an invention of hip-hop. Anybody who was writing on a wall was doing graffiti. Look right? at war and you pictures can go throughout the way ages. back. They sprayed on everything. Right. And you can go back to hieroglyphics on a wall and call mm -hmm. that graffiti if you want to, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's like so if he want but if he wants to take credit for what's considered modern day graffiti, I'm not spending so much shit? energy I on come it. On, I don't give a shit like look even if he didn't invent it, even if he wasn't the first one to do it, he was one of the earliest in the game doing it the but way you see it today. That, even with what I said being said, I wouldn't be so quick to challenge him as I would want to know more. Like, I would want to know what made, like, where did That's that, where I, that's yeah, my approach. Like, I wouldn't like, want to just shut him down and like, be like, dude, nigga, no. Like, dude. I would be like, so when? Like, why the fuck did you feel it necessary to write your name on every damn surface you seen? I don't give a shit who did it first. I'm more concerned with what is it in your character that made you want to write your name on every wall you walk by? You know these dudes be like plumbers and electricians by the time they finish being um, graffiti artists? Right. They be having to crawl through tunnels, right. scale shit, Right. Turn shit off right. Stand on a bucket And hang Let off a ledge These dudes be fucking Like they you go be surprised hell To get some pieces up And you be surprised Who you pass Or work with Or sit next to Every that hit day shit at Who was a graffiti artist And might still be You ever seen him At Glockerwood When what's the name Bring him through Who's that Oh um, what's my man name Hood Art used to have him On his show it Used to be on Friday nights and he used to every once in a while he used to because he, he wanted them too uh -huh. he used to invite all his homies to 
and it'll be mad cameras on for video. It'll be a bunch of pictures taken. You see dudes from 25 to 70. Right. And they all find a way to hide their face from every fucking piece of footage the whole time. Bro, it's cameras going the whole time and they hitting the wall. It's a, they hitting somebody's book. They hitting, um, you, you know how you see those, um, like it's a locker in Glock uh-huh, that just has uh-huh. graffiti on it. Like they hit them joints. All type of shit. You never get to see their whole face. And then Dude. you know what they do when they leave Glockaware? What's that? They hit everything on the way home. Everywhere. Yes. It's it's just, it's part bro, of their... it'd be 30 of them in there, It's their bro. culture, B. They can't get it out of their system. They got the I best know. stories, though. Listen, I've been doing, so, 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 doing the 215, right? I've, you know, it's, it's, it's focused on arts, culture, vibes, shit like that, right? I've met... A bunch of graffiti artists and being involved with my peoples over at Tiny Room, right? Mm-hmm. I've met a bunch of graffiti artists, right? And when you see these cats not working graffiti, you like regular they everything. Regular it's everything. regular Joe's, right? If it's twenty people at the strip club at happy hour, they're all here. Listen. Talk about the businessman, the teacher, the dirt ball. The same rapper. Thing. Same, <laughs> thing. same thing. It's somebody sitting in your office right now. That hit that might still go out at night. Right. See what I'm saying? And right off on somebody's wall. I know artists who do pieces that they get get hired by corporate America to do thirty, forty thousand dollars they get paid to do a piece. Nigga from Hoodart got a Marriott deal. And then go outside. Go down Graffiti Pier, go find some, and right on the wall. That's how, like, they, that's how they get arrested internationally. They get flown out there to do a piece, and then they go do some regular shit. Right. And then they get caught. Right. right. And now you're not coming back to America. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm like, and, and, and you know, in, 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 in your rational mind, you like, yo, B. You ever watch some jokes on YouTube? They be on, like, crazy places and hitting shit. This is what I'm saying, though. But you like in your rational mind, you like, yo, B. You just painting on somebody else's shit. You got, you got, you got commissioned to do a forty thousand dollar piece. Why the hell you still going out here just hitting up walls for the fuck of it? My Marriott folk. It's in your culture. It's in your blood. It's nothing they could do about it, man. It's the same way we do what we do. The Marriott deal is you do one piece, and they put it in a certain number of hotels. So they uh-huh. duplicate it. Right. You only got to do it once. Do it once. But you get a commission and you all the way up. <laughs> and you all the way up. But you still trying to find some place. You hanging off of a fucking 30-story building. Trying to put your name up. And how you going to get out once they put the spotlight up? Like, it's vicious. Listen, man, I just came back from... Um, Salute to y'all, man. Y'all go harder listen, for y'all right. than I do. I just came back <laughs> and it's bugged out, right? That we we transitioned this because I just came back from uh, um, uh, uh, Art Basel. Right, down you went in to Miami. Basel this year. Yeah, and you saw the ATM. I did not see the ATM. Did you hear about it? I did hear about it. They got an ATM that displays your face and your bank account yes. for everybody, right. and it sold for like seven hundred fifty thousand. Right. Yeah, I heard about that. I'm like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> playing with that game. It had a whole lot of zeros on there too. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of us broke. But a lot of people didn't know they was about to get blasted when they started right. their card in there. Right. Oh, that too. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yo, Art Basel, a motherfucker. Yo, yo, you ever been? No. Yo, this is my first year. I don't. I don't know if I. I've been like. Let me I tell just, you something. I went to the um. What is called the um. The the when the models be in New York and shit. Fashion. Fashion week. Fashion week. 
I went to the Fashion Week uh-huh. in New York, and that was like a little too much for me. It was like I'm not really like, can we go to Yonkers? I want to go back to the I'm studio. Like, but Basil, I see them taping bananas to the wall and selling them for fifty thousand. I'm like, I'm not built for that. Yo, but it's everything. It's everything, <laughs> right? This is my first year, right? I'm regular. But there's regular. I'm fly, but and, I'm regular. And then there's super out of here irregular, right? So there's a pocket. Right, there's a pocket. And then there's then there's the, the, the nightlife. Right. Right. Which, so I'm good at so, the I'm good and, at that and, part. And you've been right at home. I'm good at that part. I didn't even realize, like, yo. And can you stand on couches at Art Basel? Can you stand on couches? Yeah. Well, I, I did a lot of stuff. Standing on shit. I did a lot of stuff outside. Okay. There was right. no couches. Right. But okay. I, I don't know. You I'm might just, be able to stand on the couch. I, just, I don't want them to be snooty when I, I get in my it. bag. But let me rephrase. Let me put it like this. There's some place at Art Basel you can stand on the yeah, couch. I can stand on the couch. Right. All right, then I'm good. That's what I said. The pockets. Right. As long there as there's a pocket, I find my pocket. I've seen more Philadelphians out there. That's why I hate going down there. But it wasn't just that, dude. Here's the thing, though, right? It's the vibe of the people, right? It's not energy like... Energy is different. It's not Memorial different. Day. It's, energy's way different. It's not it's Memorial not, Day. It's not the rah, rah, I'm tearing shit up. You know what I mean? Those cats. Mm. They not doing Art Basel. Because they thinking like you. Can I stand on couches? Can I floss? Can I front? Can I do... I don't even like flosses. It's not that. But at the end of the night, Although I'm feeling like the man when yeah. I walk through. Yeah. I, you know what I'm look, saying? Look, like, I get in that bag. The, and that's okay. That's okay. Because yeah. I get in that bag. Fuck. At the, <laughs> at the beginning of the night, I be feeling like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I say all the time, when I walk in the room, I think I'm the flyest motherfucker in the room until somebody outfly me. Play with me, don't Yo. play with me. Either play with me or don't play with me. You gotta pick a side. You know what I'm saying? But but let me tell you, man. You see every, you see everything from cats just getting up on walls mm. to friggin' you know five hundred thousand dollar pieces of artwork. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just everything. I had no clue. It's this this event is twenty years old. And I went down there this year and was like, for the first time, I was like, how the fuck had I not how been part of this? How many days you out there? About five days I was You down. did five? Yeah, I went down oh, there Wednesday, for came the back. Run. Yeah, I came, well, it's it's Miami Art Week, so um, Art Month, so it goes for a whole month. Basil is but a month? Basil, yeah, but the, like, this, that, this last weekend, it's kind of like, with everybody's pieces Because everybody that I talked to that went to Basil went for three or four days, so I wasn't. Yeah. Be like, I'm not here. But like, it's art month. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like celebrating art in Miami for the whole month. But mm-hmm. Basel is like the the, the week, the, well, the last weekend. The last this weekend, weekend right. it's like everybody's finishing up the pieces that they've done. Mm-hmm. Everybody's, you know what I mean? All people from, yo, I, I, I was rapping with cats from around different, from different countries, from all over the world, man, who was there. Whether they were so showing off work, whether they were doing work, whether they looking and it's just for looking for yo, it's just a whole different and it's the coolest vibe, man. It's, and me and my homie was like, yo, man, like, you, you know, know it's, it year. sucks that our city has the fucking energy that it has that you can't go someplace think- without somebody fucking getting shot. But if we can have one of them, dude. Because our art is crazy. Over. We got such... Our arts world in this city... is stupid. And my people's at Tiny Room is trying to create that vibe here. That's what that Tiny Room for Elephants Festival is all about. 
right? It's, 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 it goes for two weeks where you can go down there, watch artists create work, mm-hmm. and then the last weekend, it's a show to show off all the work that they created. Right, That's right, what right. this was at Basel. This was the last weekend when it was all the pieces was done Dope. and everybody was showing off the work that they created. But Dope. the vibe in the city, man... And the people was chilling. Everybody was happy. Right. Everybody was about energized. To buy my ticket, She's like, man. "Look, man, we two hours in. Can we shut this shit down?" I'm about to buy my ticket for the next art battle. Gotta be there, gotta man. There. Like, I almost don't want to tell people about it. Hmm. Oh, I'll be out even there. better. I'll be out there next year. Even better when you can work. go on somebody else's dime. Yeah, I just because Miami work. ain't cheap. Because I was about to tell you that there's connection, but we'll get into that after we done filming. Um, no. Our, the one thing that I wanted to say real quick is the thing that makes me more interested in things like that is the people from our culture, when you ask them, damn, if I want to get interested in art, how do I start? What, what kind of pieces should I look for? They always say, find things that speak to you. Right. And I think that that's what art is supposed to be. Yes. I think that value, appreciation, whatever comes from it is an afterthought. Uh, you buy, for sure. You get what you invest in, with, with, what, what you, you appreciate, like. and you support that artist that's right. first. That's You're right. You're not supposed to buy art for what you can get from it. Nah. You're you supposed buy to buy what it for you what like. you got from it when right. you saw it. When you saw it. So I think that that's what makes me more comfortable with liking because you know I've, I've been expanding my palette I've been in some different rooms yeah, and yeah, seen yeah. some things and it's like that makes me more comfortable I think a lot of people are intimidated because art has been no something need that, to be. that is made by poor people and that you're supposed to only invest in if you can buy a house off of it and that's and crazy that's not real that's crazy because it's real. not real you know what I mean you just gotta you, you buy or you support or you enjoy what you enjoy man you know what I'm saying? Your homie makes an ill piece. Support your homie. Buy mm-hmm. his piece. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Throw it up on your wall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like and God like, willing, something. It may grow. It may not. But it doesn't matter. If it you gives you pleasure, it. and if it's original and it's one of one, rock out. How do you lose? You don't lose, man. And that, and that's what it is, man. And it's just, you know, it's just it's just a great vibe, man. I, I did not there. think that I was going to have you on here. We was going to start talking about art, but <laughs> talk about listen, man. You know what I mean? That's but that's really that's that's who we are, though, right? Absolutely. Everything we do, like what you do, is an art, right? Everything we do, and you know what I mean. And and and, and again, back to the to, to the show, the two one five. I tell people all the time, like people are like, oh, I thought it had to be, you know, just like visual artists or something like. They're like, no, no, man. How you walk down the street is an art. You know what I'm saying? How you go to the grocery store is art. Mm -hmm. Like art is 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 just how we live, man. And 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 if you do something that's dope, man, then let's bring like let's talk about it, man. And that and that's really what it is. That's how I look at the world, man. That's how I approach the world, man. It's like we all artists in our soul. It's just a matter of how we recognize it, man, and, and how we how we give it to the world, man. Well, that's why you're gonna win because you're absolutely correct. You know what I'm saying? And I don't hesitate to say that. I look at shit the same way, and even when I didn't, it was proven to me. Right. You know how they say, um, with, with with entertainment and music, it was the thing that I've always walked away from, and it pulled me back in. Right. And then I realized, oh, shit, I'm here for a reason. Right. Like, But it takes something to make something, and you got to go through the process. And I appreciate you sharing your process with me. You know what I'm saying? And my people, tell the people how to fucking keep up with you. You can find me, Mike Greenwich, on all the social medias. Spell Greenwich. Come on, G R E E N I D G E at Mike Greenwich. M I K E G R E E N I D G E. It's the same everywhere. 
My Instagram, God. Facebook, Twitter. I'm only active on Instagram, though. So if you're looking for me, that's the best place to find me. <laughs> that you know what I mean, I have all the other ones, man, but, you know. That part. You're going to be like, damn, this dude's is lame. Oh man! Check out over the check out over. Check drink. out over drink over at Glockaware, man. Um, check out the two one five every Tuesday at six thirty on Fox twenty nine. We do it for the people, man. I say it all the time, and I leave it with that, man. Everything I do, I do for the people, man. My platforms are the people's platforms, man. That part. If you and got I- something dope, you got something ill, you got an ill homie that you think needs to be celebrated, holla at me. That part, and he ain't lying to y'all, man. Just make sure they ready. That, That's yeah. the only thing I ask. Y'all heard what he talking about. Big business, big things, man. Real productions. We ain't playing no games out here in these streets. We trying to progress. We trying to build. And that's what it's about, man. Simple with Sammy. Sam alone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't simple with Sammy, you're having a drink or conversation over a drink. Yo, before we check out, man, can I talk about your theme song, man? Talk to me. You could be here, but you you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. Mm-hmm. That's simple Come with Sammy, Joy. We gonna end with it Come on and roll with Sam I love that shit man. You fuck with that? Oh it's man It's called Ruga It's out now Sam Malone Ruga it's I love now. that joint B. I appreciate that man It's a vibe Shout that's, out to Ace the Chemist man That's what about Yo Every <laughs> now and again Two can play that shit Before we come on <laughs> I'm like I love this fucking song man It's a vibe man uh, People don't have fun no more I had fun you, Yo I walked And this is studio. before I knew you Right before I met you You played that shit I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? I walked Come in. on the road and say, I love this shit. I walked in, I sat down, I poured a drink, I cracked the beer, I started rolling the L, and Ace started making that beat. And I was like, oh, this is where you at? And then I thought about it like, oh, he, he fucking with me. He don't know that I can, like, do anything. Yeah. And we had fun. Dude, I love that joke. Appreciate you, bro. For a long time, that was our intro too. I appreciate it. For over a trick, I'm like, yo. It became like, a Glocker with Anthem. Right, like, yo, let the older Sammy shit as well. Shout right. out to all of y'all. It became an intro for like right. six, seven shows at one point. That's not over me, drink, that's y'all. Over drink about to go on and shit because the Sammy joint is playing. That part, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Appreciate you. Man. No doubt. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks <laughs> for having me, man. Yep.
Sound.